Heroin, praise the Lord. It's another wonderful opportunity that God has given us for our daily inspiration to encourage and continue to build each other with the word of God. Making choices and especially choices that honor God. That has been our topic the whole of this week. And we have seen how we can choose to make choices that honor God amidst competing alternatives. God is telling us to stand for his holiness, to stand for his honor, to glorify him. For whosoever acknowledges him before men, God will acknowledge him before his holy angels when he comes back in his kingdom. Where is God asking you to make a choice that will honor and glorify him today? Yesterday we saw that Samuel the prophet warned the Israelites when they demanded for a king. And he told them what their king will do. These are these what God as their king was doing. And Samuel told them, if you make a choice because just the neighboring communities are making that choice. Because the neighboring communities have a king, you also want to, be, to have a king like them. If you make a choice informed not by your desire to honor God, but your desire to be like others. Then what you don't know is that one day you shall cry and I shall not listen to you. I will not hear you. God is telling us to make a choice where we surely know that we have him as our fallback. When we call him, when we cry to him, he will be able to respond and say, here I am, my son. And today we continue with this topic. And I want us to see how we should never keep quiet. We should never be neutral in the faces of evil and in the faces of God. God is telling us to make our voice heard when things are not going the way they are supposed to be. Now I'm reminded the story of Esther, Queen Esther. We know her very well. The wife of King Taxas. Eh? That's what he's called. And the niche eh? of a gentleman called Mordecai. The scripture says that when Esther became queen, unfortunately, she never saw the this coming. But there was a approach to annihilate or to kill all the Jews who were in that particular land. And this plot was hatched by a gentleman who was called Haman. But let me tell you that Esther was safe. After all, she was the queen. She was the wife of the king. And so she felt safe. She did not need to do anything. That is the time when Mordecai brought the whole picture into perspective, the picture of faith. And she sent, he sent a message to Queen Esther and told her, Queen Esther, you must do something. I know you are a backdoor person. I know you don't like being in the forefront. I know you don't like fighting. You're not a fighter. You would rather kneel down and pray and seek God. But you know something? This is a time that calls for action. You cannot remain quiet. Esther tried telling Mordecai, don't mind, I am going to pray, I'm going to see God, I am an intercessor, I am a prayer warrior. But Mordecai told her, you have to do more than just pray. You cannot keep quiet. You cannot keep quiet. I don't know where many times fear causes you to feel quiet, you know, to be quiet because you don't want to speak about your convictions. You don't want to speak the things that you believe in. You don't want to show that you stand, you, you, you are taking a stand in a certain matter. Given a choice, you want to be neutral. Nobody will ever know whether you are in or out, whether you are yes or whether you are no. You want to pray it safe. What so Mordecai should speak to us today? And this is what Mordecai told Esther. When Esther's word was reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. 
For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your loyal position for such a time as this. This is our message today. We are going through a decision moment as a nation. We're going through a decision moment wherever we come from. And if we call ourselves Kenyans. And God is telling us we cannot remain neutral. We cannot just keep quiet. We have to do. We have, we, we have to make our position known. We have to do what we think or what, what is right. Not what we think is right, but what is right. Because the word of God have a clear demarcation of what is right and what is not right. I know there are those of us who will say we will pray. We will seek God. It's okay. Let's pray. And we are praying for peace. We are praying that God will come through for our nation. But beyond that, God is still telling us we must make our position on. We must have a stand. We must show that beyond anything else, our trust and our confidence is in God. And we are standing with what God tells us to stand with. God is telling us do not keep quiet. In the face of evil, in the face of threatened statehood, in the face of the way things are happening, you cannot afford to keep quiet. You cannot remain neutral. In the face of evil, when corruption, when looting, and when things that we don't agree in, things that can sabotage the future of our nation, are at stake. My brothers and my sisters, we cannot remain neutral. You may not want your position to be known. You may not want other people to know which side you are lining on. But let me tell you, you have a responsibility to stand for the truth. We cannot do anything against the truth, but for the truth. But the most important thing is to make sure that whatever stand we make, we are informed by a desire to honor God. We are informed not by hatred, not by competition, not by a desire to outdo others but a desire to honor the God of our salvation. Where is God asking you to make your voice heard? Where is God asking you to do more than pray, but to also not keep quiet, to speak, to speak about your convictions, to speak about what you believe in. May God help us because if we remain quiet, let me tell you what God will do. Live and deliverance for his people will come from elsewhere. But you, it comes back to personal responsibility. You, you will perish. You and your father's house. That is what Mordecai told Esther. You and your future. You and your destiny. You will perish. You will try going to God when he has brought salvation for others. Yet you had an opportunity to make a difference. But you sabotage that opportunity for whatever reason. God is telling you, make your stand known now, not thereafter. Because the live and deliverance for God's people will come from elsewhere. But you and your future will be doomed. May God help us. Let us pray together. Gracious Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you because of speaking to us. And reminding us today that you want us to take a stand. We cannot remain neutral in the face of evil. We cannot remain neutral in the face of a threat that is facing our nation. And you're telling us to make our voice known. Yes, Lord. Pray for my brothers and my sisters who have sought your face, who have prayed you, dear loving Father, and are seeking you regarding our lives, regarding our nation and our country for such a time as this. 
But I, as they make a stand to stand for what is light, God, you will honor their stand. I pray that you will visit them in a manner which only you can, and you will show yourself strong, mighty and gracious, or there will be a helpers not to keep quiet when our voice ought to be going out, encouraging people to make the right stand. We honor you, and we bless you, for you are our God. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. Have yourself a blessed and a beautiful day ahead. You all a blessing and thank you. Jesus.